Welcome to the Fearlessly Fit Faith Podcast with your host, Ariante, better known as Tay. This podcast is home of discipleship-style episodes to inspire women to steward their community and life well. I hope you enjoy this episode. So for today's testimony, I am just talking a little bit about what the Lord has been teaching me Um, with humility. I have long been someone who tries to fix things and have all of the right answers. And as the Lord walks me through this season, he is showing me the power there is in trusting him through prayer and getting to see him answer questions and bring solutions to things. And this really adds to my faith. So I'm learning to allow the Lord to carry the burden. um, And as he carries my burdens, my fears, anxieties, Um, my need for control, like as I surrender that to him, there's just this beautiful freedom. So I just wanted to share a couple verses that um, have really given me assurance in this season as he grows me in humility and just my faith in him. And that first one is Matthew 11, 28. And it's come to me, all who are, wait, all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So the burdens that um, come with like caring for the people that like he's given me to care for um, and to like oversee can like sometimes be burdensome because I want to do like all all the right things by the people that he has given me to care for. But I have to remember like they're his people. And as I go to the Lord in prayer, like he'll give me the right response, the right scripture to share. Um, and that just really allows me to be a person of peace. And this brings me low as um, I cast it onto him. And it's a very clear reminder that I can't do what he has for me in my own strength. And I'm learning to let that go, to let the burden of caring for his people just fall onto his shoulders and just move freely in what he has for me. And it's a sweet, sweet joy. Um, the second verse is Galatians 5, 1, and that is, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. So I am reminded that I can stand firm, armored with Christ, um, and go forth and do the work that he has for me. I tend to allow my fear to keep me trapped, and it can be a yoke of slavery for me. And along with that fear, my need for control, um, really limits God and what he can do. So in this season, he's really like helping me to like let go and to just watch him move. And it's, it's seriously so sweet to see him moving and just doing like small miracles like every day. Um, so I have to actively choose to stand in my freedom in Christ. My fear keeps me focused on myself and leaves me feeling awfully insecure and prideful. I um, made a comment to, um, uh, I okay, backtracking a little bit. I am going through a book called Blueprints, and it's all about biblical womanhood and based off of Titus 2. So older women teaching the younger women, um, you know, the way to live a godly life as a woman and to be sober-minded and what it looks like to submit to good, godly, manly authority. And it's just really beautiful. Anyways, I was explaining to the lady that I was I'm doing the study with yesterday is like I sometimes 
oftentimes make an idol of myself and just how much I think that I can control the situation and make it go in the way that I want to. Um, but man, what, like it just, it really limits God to think in that way. So, um, I have to remind myself like what is true? What is true is that the Lord is in control and I am not as much as I think I can control all the little things, you know, um, what I can control is how I respond to the Lord in the way that he is moving about this earth. And, um, I can, you know, control my attitudes and my actions in response to who he is. But, yeah, so I it's I'm learning this and it's really beautiful. So, um as I'm learning these things, it can be a joy to be brought low as I utilize the gifts that he has given me rather than focusing on what I am incapable of and being focused on what God is capable of, which is so exciting. Um and lastly, I have a verse from Matthew 28:18 through 20 and it says then Jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age lastly Again, the reminder that there is work to be done on this side of eternity, and I must put myself aside to be used by the Lord. Um, so putting aside my flesh and um, just like the, the thoughts that the enemy has planted within me about like just wanting to be perfect and have it all together and just like recognizing that like I can put all of that uh, to the side and allow the Lord to do what he wants to do in my life and allow for him to be glorified. And it's just, it's so sweet. <laughs> I say that a lot, but it is, it's so sweet to be used by the Lord in the ways that he wants us to be used in, um, just allowing him to do that mightily within us. So, um, I get to put my flesh aside and yeah, it's, it's, for the sake of my own interest, denying the creator what is rightfully his. Like, I don't, I don't want to deny, um, the Lord what is his, like my body, my soul, like everything that he wants to do through my life. I don't, I don't want to keep my life for the sake of my own interest is kind of what I'm trying to get across. So, by his grace, I have seen him move in small ways, and I'm excited to see how he continues to humble me for his great mission. Okay, today's topic is so fun. This has been a long time in the making, and there's so much more. <laughs> that I want to add to this conversation, which I will be bringing on other friends to talk more about this. Um, so I'm just really excited. And today's topic is cycle syncing and what I have learned. Um, there are people who know a lot more than me. Um, and then, so along with cycle syncing, how that led me into caring about who the Lord created me as a woman and embracing femininity and being at rest in the Lord and just Y'all, it's brought so much peace to my life to operate as I have been designed as a woman. And it's great. It's really, like, it's it's great. Like, it tastes really good to um, just be walking with the Lord in this way. And 
just the fruit that I've seen is it's it's just really beautiful and I'm thankful that the Lord took time to create us as women um to be all that he's created us for and ah understanding our physiology and just like all of that and like our hormones it's just it's amazing to me so anyways I could ramble for like five more minutes about just how great the Lord is in um, creating us the way that he has created us and just how powerful it is. But I just want to go ahead and dive into the notes that I have. So cycle syncing gives us the opportunity to understand the way the Lord created our bodies to operate and live within um, this for our flourishing. So we best flourish when we understand the nature in which we're made and what we're made for. So we must pay attention to our physiological makeup, and I reckon that when we don't, we miss out on a beauty from the Lord that is only recognized when we do. So in this past year, I have learned a lot about God as an intelligent designer. He's intelligently designed all that is in our universe down to the cells in our body. Um, And I think there's even things like smaller than the cells in our body. I don't know. Um, So he's made all that he's created to function in a way that builds upon itself for the nourishing of that specific organism. And I think of Ephesians 4.16, the latter part of it, when it says, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Yet, when we disregard the way the Lord has made us, how can our body work properly and build itself up? It can't. So rather than having healthy energy and vibrancy, I found myself depleted, withdrawn, and anxious. Or um, when it came to cycle syncing, my original reason for diving into like what it was, I was experiencing really painful periods. So rather than like being like living pain-free like on my periods and like having healthy energy throughout the month because women are on a 28 to like 30 day cycle um I just I wasn't having that so last year I was over my bad period symptoms and knew that I needed to do something because the pain was unbearable and at that time I had talked to my mentor and she mentioned cycle syncing and how it was really helpful for her and I did not think that it would lead me on a journey of discovering biblical womanhood. But before we get there, I just want to explain a little bit about what cycle syncing is and how you can implement it right now. Um, I will um, preface this with saying if you're on birth control, this might not be that helpful um, because birth control disrupts our hormone cycle. Um, Sidebar, when women take birth control for like, or as women, like we take I don't birth control for a whole month and we can only get pregnant one week out of the month. So it's not bad to plan, though we can do so naturally without disrupting, disrupting our natural makeup. Um, But I will eventually have somebody who is a lot more knowledgeable come on and talk about that because it's so exciting. And just being able to understand our hormones is like it's it's awesome, y'all. Like, the Lord, like, he is amazing. So, <laughs> last kind of thought here. The intent of covenantal marriage is to be fruitful and multiply. Again, it is not bad to plan, but why do we follow culture in going against the design the Lord has given us? So, 
I want to dive a little bit into the phases of our cycle. So the first phase, um, and people will typically start with the menstruation phase, but it can be um, started with the luteal, luteal phase as well. I start with menstruation because that's it's just kind of the beginning of the month for me. I just think about it that way. So menstruation, obviously, like period, like we're bleeding and we're shutting the line um, the uterine lining. And then, so our levels of estrogen and progesterone are low. And then the next phase is the follicular phase. Um, the time between the first day of the period and ovulation, estrogen rises as an egg prepares to be released. And then there's ovulation, of course, and the release of the egg from the ovary, which is mid cycle estrogen peaks just beforehand and then drops shortly afterwards. So ovulation is where you could get pregnant. So um, that is the one week out of a month where, like, if you want to, like, naturally family plan, um, that's the week where you wouldn't want to have sex. I'm not worried about that because I'm so single as a Pringle, but it's really good to know. Um, And then the luteal phase is the time between ovulation and before the start of menstruation when the body prepares for possible uh, pregnancy. And then progesterone is produced, peaks, and then drops. So through these different phases, our hormones affect the way that we work as women, which was like so cool to like learn and understand. And that is okay, which was something else I had to learn and understand. So women operate on a 28 to 31 day hormone cycle and men literally operate on a 24 hour hormone cycle. So there's a lot more in depth there just in that one statement, but that just kind of like gives us a surface level understanding of our hormone cycles. Um, And then so we obviously are very different as men and women. We are equal in value, different in purpose. And I am winking if you are (laughs) wondering. Um, To give you a picture of this, I want to share my monthly plan and how I'm aiming to work well throughout the month. So I actually developed a Google Doc for myself that has like foods to eat, what kind of questions to be asking like my supervisor, um, life things like reevaluating like goals and like vision and all of that for the month. Um, So it's really fun. So for the menstrual kind of area, questions that I'm asking myself is how can I change and grow? What went well? Um, how can I realign myself to the vision and the mission that the Lord has for me? Who do I need to go to to follow up with? Who do I need to be intentional with in the next month? Um, because our menstrual like time is really a time to be like reflective and to rest. And I literally have in my notes, it is okay to rest. Do it. Because it's hard for me to do that. Like, I just want to be doing things constantly. So um, it's really helpful for me to have that reminder and to like intentionally like take a couple days like to sit back, like have nothing on the calendar, realign myself with like where the Lord is taking me. And it's just really beautiful. So in the next phase, um, which is the uh, follicular or um, 
yeah, the follicular phase, um, kind of what I'm thinking about is like, who are new people that I want to be meeting with? Um, what do I intentionally want to be learning? This is a time to like begin new things. So um, kind of looking ahead for like new projects, like whatever that may be. Um, and <laughs> this past week, my thing, I really want to learn more about gut health and what that looks like, um, which is so fun. And then I want to learn about canning. So I went to the library and <laughs> I picked up um, you guys basically are knowing my hormone cycle right now, but it's fine. Um, I went and picked up a book called The Farming Bible, and then there is a cookbook that I picked up that actually went a lot into, like, hormone health and, like, the things that we should be eating, like, throughout the month as well and, like, what's helpful. Um, so I love that stuff. It's so fun. So then during ovulation, like, it's a good time to be, like, networking with others, um, a good time to execute. So apply anything that you've been learning, share your passions, invite other people along, um, and then... Let's see, what else? I think, yeah, so, and then, like, intentionally applying one thing to your life, again, that you have been learning. And then the last phase in the luteal phase um, is to wrap anything up that may have been neglected in the past month. Um, color something, be creative, organize and clean, identify any blocks that you've had within this last month, and then kind of, like, get any new ideas written down so that you can rest for a short period of time and then get going. So I developed these questions of um, just, like, a lot of searching that I did through, like, Pinterest and YouTube videos, which I will link all down below. So hopefully this is, like, a helpful start for you. Um, it was really fun to do that for myself. And, yeah, it's it was, like, really freeing, too. So understanding all of this really opened my eyes up to how beautiful and awesome the Lord is as a creator. And as I've walked through this myself, I have a broader understanding of the way that the Lord has made me and why he's made me the way that he has as a woman. So backtracking a bit to my statement on men and women being equal in value, different in purpose, understanding my period and like my hormone cycle really unlocked um, my understanding of biblical womanhood and biblical manhood and recognizing my limits and capabilities as a woman and learning my period and understanding that our hormones affect how we operate throughout the month. Um, this has been amazing and has made me more in awe of the Lord and knowing that I can rest in the rhythms my body um, works has been really beautiful and it's allowed me to take pressure off of myself because for a while I was just like okay like why is it some weeks that like I work really well and like I just feel super productive and then other weeks where I just don't and learning to like rest in the rhythms of my hormone cycle um, has been really, really helpful and it's made me more productive. And I can say that alongside Sabbathing really well. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's amazing like what happens when we're at rest with who we are. So to put it simply, learning my cycle and the way the Lord has made a woman's body to operate has made me more feminine. So my simple definition of femininity is a woman at rest. Seriously, if we're not at rest, the world is a mess. And that's kind of like a joke that like I just say, but 
oh man, like the woman's role is so powerful and so needed in our world and in our culture. And when we rest in who the Lord has created us to be, it's great. (laughs) So a more clear definition would be a woman who knows her position in Christ and allows um, for um, and this allows for her to live out her helper, helper role, which is deeply powerful. This is a woman um, who is a refuge and a place of peace for all around her and has an inward beauty that is gentle and can be delighted in. So feminism tends to be stressing the equality of men and women by minimizing the unique significance of our maleness and femaleness. Men and women are equal in the sight of God, though have different roles based on the characteristics given to us by God. So, um, yeah, our design is given by the Lord. If he's willed for our design to do a certain thing, well, we must do it obediently. Um, I apply this thought to everything. Scripture is clear about men and women. So woman, you are the crown of all created things. Life could not be lived well if there was not woman. I pray that any ounce of a thought that we are an afterthought of our God is rid from your mind. Um, Human life on earth would not be done well without the role of a woman, mom, or a wife. Um, I have a quote that comes from a book um, by Rebecca Merkel, and it's called Eve in Exile. Really great book. I listened to it. Really great. Um, so it says, I would never say that a wife's place is in the home, but I would absolutely say that a wife's priority should be her home. If a woman is managing her home in such a way that it fills up and overflows and spills out into the business endeavors, it should be the kind of thing that is a blessing to her people, giving them giving more to them and not less. There are many ways in which a woman could work outside the home in a way that makes her home itself more potent, more glorious, more compelling. I really appreciated listening to that book from Rebecca Merkel. There's also a documentary that is um, really awesome as well. So our femininity rests in the soul. So just to give like a few like things that I have noticed as the Lord has grown me in my femininity. Um, Number one is that we get to be a place of refuge. We get to be a place of peace for others as they share their burdens with us. Um, While refuge can and does extend to the home we create, it starts in our soul. And as women, we get to live a confidence so founded in the Lord that people can be at rest with us. We get to nurture right relationships with people. So um, though we can't do this well if we don't have a right relationship with Christ. So we also get to be a place of strength and our strength enables us to rightly empower those who we are caring for and serving and we freely give what he gives us. And then lastly, we are adorned with the beauty of the Lord, though um, it is not merely an outward beauty. Um, it starts with caring well for the body that he has giving us, given us and especially our spirit. So it's a flourishing in the, um, the fruits of the spirit as Galatians um, 21 through 22 tells us. Um, and then resting in the fruit of the spirit helps us to arbor that gentle and quiet spirit. Our joy in the Lord is deeply beautiful and awe-inspiring to those around us. Um, this only color- covers the surface of um, what the Lord has taught me through cycle thinking and femininity. And I want to talk a lot more about this because um, 
it's, I mean, the, again, the way that the Lord has created us as women is so uniquely powerful and beautiful. Like we're not an afterthought. We are just not. And no matter what culture has to say, I, I just hope you understand that the Lord has something so good for you as a woman. And yeah, I, I just, I'm so excited. So a couple like resources and people that I really liked first was cycle syncing and understanding my hormones. I have a whole Pinterest board, which I will um, link in the little part below so that you can go and just swipe through all of that and have a deeper understanding there. I, from what I grasped through that Pinterest board, I laid out in a personal calendar and just kind of like broke down like, okay, this is where I am throughout the month. But after doing that, I just downloaded Flow, which I think was two bucks. And you just put in there like when your period started and everything, and then they'll walk you through your hormone cycle throughout the month, which is so fun. Um, with food and getting pain free, I really liked Cambria Joy. Um, she was the first person that I found when it came to getting pain-free periods. She is overall great. She is a believer, so she really cares about nourishing our soul and just who we are in the Lord. Um, and then doing that, like, through, like, what we're eating and how we're caring for our body and, like, working out and, like, all that good stuff. Um, and then just, like, on the flip side, like, understanding femininity and, like, what it means. Most importantly, the Word of God. Um, and then some people that I've really enjoyed on social media is... Feminine, not feminist. Um, she's a super sweet lady. And then, oh, Soli is really awesome as well. Um, and then Bernadine Bluntly. So again, I will link everybody down below so that we can go to those people and check them out. So yes, I, I hope that this was encouraging in some way. It was really surface level, um, but I hope it introduces you to something new. Um, again, I want to have somebody come on and we'll talk about our hormones and all of that. Um, and then maybe even like birth control and what that does to our bodies. Um, and then later, I want somebody to come on and talk a little bit deeper about femininity and what that looks like um, as we walk it out with the Lord. So I hope you enjoyed this topic. I've talked about it a lot and have wanted to kind of put everything that I've learned so far into a podcast episode. And yeah, so this was super fun. I hope you enjoyed this part of the episode. So the scripture that I want to look at today is in James 3.18, and it says, A harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So as we sow peace and we're, we're wise in how we're communicating with people and stewarding our relationships, we have a harvest of righteousness. And that is so beautiful. Um, the fruit that comes from peacemaking in the Christian community will be the righteous conduct that God will bless. So like God blesses us as we sow peace into our community. And I just, I think, um, just about like our world and our culture and like, we want things to be made right. And just a thought that I've had recently is like, there's a way to share like really hard truth in a way that sows peace and is, 
like we're adding value to the conversation and not stripping and tearing someone down um, and demeaning. And so that's something that I've been thinking a lot about recently. And it's really beautiful to be able to sow peace in the midst of really hard conversations. Um, it's hard to do. It is. <laughs> um, but it's it's really beautiful to be able to do that. Um, so that was super short, but I just, I wanted to share that and just what the Lord, um, is just teaching me with that recently. And honestly, I think it just goes hand in hand, um, with humility. Like if we allow the Lord to humble us and to bring us low, like we, like we are just like peaceful in a way, um, that we just maybe hadn't been before. And, that's honestly really true of me because I, I tend to allow my frustrations to get to me. Um, but in, in as he's brought me low and in the ways that he's brought me low, like as I think about just showing peace into a person's life and like adding value, um, which sometimes that adding value is just like praying for a person and like just seeing the Lord work. Like as we sow peace <laughs> um, and make peace, like we have a harvest of righteousness and it's just really beautiful. So that is the verse that I wanted to share. Friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. Lord is really sweet to us and so kind. Um, I pray that it is nourishing in some way and um, that it leads you to just wanting to understand more about the way that the Lord created us um, as women. And it's so deeply beautiful. Anyways, yeah, bye. Friend, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today. If so, I would love it if you left a rating and a review on whatever podcast streaming service that you use and shared it on social media with your friends, maybe sharing a quote that you got from the episode and just what the Lord is teaching you throughout it. I pray that you have a great and blessed week.